Find favor in your sight, Lord, please hear my heart's cry. I'm desperately waiting to be Across the hardest desert, I'll travel near or far for your glory. I will do anything just to see you, to behold you as my King for your glory. Just to see you, to behold you as my King. Lord, if I find favor, Lord, please, Lord, please, hear my heart cry. I'm desperately waiting. Just to be where you are Across the hardest desert I travel near a far I travel near Just to see Okay, For Your Glory by Tasha Cobbs. This is a song I've had for a very long time and I really love it. I love to part it, but today I just felt like singing along with her. Um, I love this song so much. For Your Glory, I Will Do Anything. It's a song trying to remind you of, if you've made a commitment to God, uh, reminds you of, um, please stick to that. Or if you are not yet sure of your commitment to God, this song reminds you to... Um, become committed to God. So it's a song of commitment and I really love it. And today I think I, I played it for a longer time. So if you are here up to now, um, <laughs> good for you. So let's ride on to today's topic. Hello and welcome to another episode on Rosecast. Today we're taking the second part of the sifting. Um, the sifting was shared about um, 20 more than 20 days ago and thank God today is the day we will continue it let me give you just um, let me confess let me say that already the sifting too was already created it was kind of really long but along the line I felt that no it was not done well so I had to delete the whole thing and it was quite long um to make a new one and i believe that god is going to use this new one in a better way and to come out in a better way i pray so if you've not listened to the first part i encourage you to go listen to it today's part is going to talk a lot about god's response to this topic and what the bible says about this topic so i'm not going to give you bits of the part, first part if you've not listened to it 
for listening so we'll continue today on the topic and i would say that within this week that i have not made any podcast yet um god has been giving me a lot of words and i've been making a deep understanding i have been having a deep understanding rather of it and um i will say i've also been learning to personalize the topic in my own life and with that i trust that god is going to use this topic to bless your life and to cause you to reconsider if you've not been considering it and if you've enjoyed if you enjoy today's podcast kindly share it to others so let's ride on episode i talked about the last group of people and i want to add something if this last group of people are in places of authority if they have authority regarding an issue that comes up um, they have to make the right decision to um, handle the issue very well you know in that place i think i was not very very um completely clear i was not completely clear because um if you don't have a position of authority that means you can't take decision about an issue then that is where you can just focus on how it affects your life and pray for the people involved but if you're in a place of authority you need to now take a stand to either maybe um, correct um, punish or you know give to the right source to handle the issue rather than covering up so I needed to make that clear that um, it's more that it's more like doing what um, is within your capacity when you are in a capacity to take a deeper decision you need to take a right um like you need to take that decision but if it's not in your power to make that decision then you can now focus on it on a personal level and pray yes if you're also a place of authority you need to also focus on the personal level and pray but then you need to take um the deeper decision on what to do so um, to continue on that note, I'll say this. Men and women of God, they have had this high standard in the society. Um, it's not just in the church, but, you know, I'll just, let me say something like this. You know, when somebody calls you a pastor, like, I know when we are growing up, you know, if people teased someone as a pastor, called you a pastor, a woman of God, they were trying to say that there was a kind of way you were behaving. And if this person... That they, that they refer to as this way ever did something that was wrong like ah oh, you are a pastor you know if you're not in nigeria this is how we, this is how we really say it so they, they they like they can't believe that someone that is supposed to be um, a leader in the church can do these things you know even if it's something very light like other people do i won't say it's something like, i won't say it's very light like if somebody does like maybe get angry or or maybe get into a misunderstanding quarrel or something like that they, they just don't know how to um blend the two together so i won't say for now because a lot of people have been disappointing with all those things so to an extent people are beginning to become um they don't they, it's more like a caricature now not necessarily like something that you know it, it used to be as strong as it used to be in the past so generally in the society people see men and women of god as people who uphold societal values you know aside from just the faith they are meant to um oppose societal values they're supposed to be moral people there's supposed to be people that other people look up to and you know in the bible it makes everything clear as to why you know this has been you know when you look at the book of titus chapter one 
chapter chapter 2 from verse 1 to 15 in that place it was talking about men and women of god living up to a societal standard you know living more than even a societal standard there was talking about you having such a good reputation in your society that um people can you know people that are not even you know, Christians will respect you, you know, they have to respect you because you are also meeting the standard, you are also a reference for good living. And also if you check in um, Timothy, Timothy chapter, 1st Timothy chapter 3, it also talked about that, you know, one of the criteria for being a bishop in that place was being someone that is known in the society to have a good reputation, you know, another criteria that was written there was somebody that's not a novice somebody that has that has experience in the things of god so all these things makes everything clear as to why even the society expects a better um standard they expect a higher standard for men and women of god so it's not like a, it's not like um a strange thing it's part of everything so when people try to like say oh i'm being put under pressure occupying the place of a leadership in church is already pressure and it's not supposed to be given to people who cannot handle that pressure and how can you know probably how from the person's um, um young life from the person's youth how has the person really handled his or her life so if you've not handled your life in the right way then when you are older maybe you are in a place of authority as a church leader or as a, a yes as a church leader you're not going to be able to handle it well because you don't have an experience for doing that so it's just a quick thing to say that society expecting a lot from church leaders is not a new thing i know in if you even if like you don't think you're a church leader from a christian society expects a lot from a christian because based on what they they know from the word of god one based on what they've heard about the word of god based on what they've heard that you know the, the bible teaches they expect you as a christian you know if you are a christian listening to this they expect you to live up to a certain standard and they are not wrong for feeling that way now also interesting to note i I need to say the previous part to make um like why the kind of pressure why the society expects such a thing from church leaders so also it's interesting to know that the board of god has already talked about things that have been happening already been happening things that are still happening and in second timothy chapter 3 it talked about what we call the coming fall it talked about people denying the faith people um changing the faith people you know constructing their own style of gospel that is not what the, that's not what the bible preaches i and what has what was said in in that particular chapter is a very very sensitive and scary thing to read you know and also it's even much more scary that it's happening in this hour time um it talked about people leaving the faith people um denying the faith that they believe in and doing a contrary thing you know people um and not just people but people who believed in the word of god coming out to do something contrary to it um and it's something that every christian should just be sensitive and careful about like you can never be completely um um like like 
guarded from it if you don't if you are not watchful if you are not careful to be guarded if you are just if you think that you would always get over if you always know nothing will happen to you if you think that you're always going to be um secured you know without being watchful without being careful about what you do what you see what you engage yourself in what your heart is munching on what you are participating in then you are likely prone to let go before you even know and the interesting thing is this sometimes when you are when you are careless with your heart you know when you are careless and in your head you think that oh i'm still there i still have all i need i'm still in the right place if you're not careful about the state of your heart it's a matter of time before you find yourself doing something and you'll be like oh my goodness how did i get here and it's just a it's just a reflection of the fact that you were not careful to be watchful of yourself and before you know it all kinds of things comes in and you just start doing other things i think i hope i made myself clear so regardless of how you feel about your your work with god regardless of how you feel about your stand with god you need to be watchful about yourself you need to always come back and meditate and like girl what am i thinking guy what am i thinking what am i thinking how do i view distance how am i responding to things you know in that way you can always you know be safeguard you can always keep yourself safeguarded Now, to add to that, in First Peter chapter four, verse twelve to nineteen, I'm not reading all these passages because they are quite long, so I'm saying them out. So you could go check them for yourself. You know, they're talking about the things that a child of God should not suffer for. <laughs> a child of God should not suffer for morally wrong things. But child of God should not suffer for moral and wrong things. That's just like a summary of what that place is saying. So, if you are to suffer for something, it has to be the only thing that we were allowed to suffer for is for our faith, for believing in Jesus Christ. This is the only thing that you are allowed, and you are allowed to suffer suffer for doing the right thing. You know, because there are times, yes, people do the right thing, and probably maybe the society they are staying in feels attacked by what they have done and they get punished for it so you are only allowed to do the right thing and if you are to suffer it has to be suffering for that not for something morally wrong so there is a clear thing that if anybody if anybody who is within the church goes against moral standards goes against what is accepted as a moral standard not just only by the church but also accepted by the society then they have the right to suffer for it they have the right they have to suffer for it like suffering for it does not mean god is um taking you to a valley you are the one who puts yourself in that valley it's interesting to know that some people they literally did very something very wrong and they classified as god taking them to a valley like please that god did not take you through that you know when you look at the book of james chapter one um i think verse 19 or verse one of the early verses it says that do not say god tempted me when you were the one that was driven by your own lust 
you were driven by your own laws don't say it is god that tempted me because god does not tempt anyone and what i understand from that verse is that when you are the one who stepped into the situation by yourself through disobedience through immorality don't say god is one taking me to that valley god is not the one taking you to the valley you were the one who put yourself there but does it mean that god is not going to forgive you if you don't if you ask forgiveness god is going to forgive you does it mean that god will not help you yes god is going to help you god is going to forgive you and um um show you mercy as he desires but don't say god led you there don't say god is taking you to the valley you took yourself there so the bible is very clear saying that if anyone should suffer for anything and you're a child of god do not suffer for what is wrong if you suffer for what is wrong then you have to face that is the consequence that you are facing in all in all god is going to forgive you when you ask for forgiveness and probably society may forgive you as well and the admonishment is not to return back to that again you know and to um to be humble and to move forward in a way that you know whatever you have done would be um, uh, one enough for you not to repeat it again. In Second Timothy chapter two, um, especially chapter, you can read especially from fourteen to twenty-six. But um, looking at fifteen and nineteen, in fifteen it talks about knowing the word of God very well, like understanding word of god spend time in word of god like understanding what you are doing and then in verse 19 it says that anyone that calls on the name of the lord anyone that tags themselves as a christian should abstain from evil and what i see from these and what i've understood personally and what i've been trying to make a part of my life is is, is running away from evil things like running away from things that are wrong refusing to be in situations that we encourage you from encourage you in doing something wrong you know refusing to be part of things that will make you that will tempt you you know refusing to be part of things that we push you away from god literally actively <laughs> running away from evil do not stay in evil do not be, do not um do not ignore you know any kind of appearance of evil in your life or any kind of things that they don't look they're gray areas you're not sure if they are going to take you away from god you are not confident about that include fact the bible says whatever you do without faith is sin so whatever you are doing you're not sure of and you're still participating in it even though you, you are not sure how much it's affecting your faith you're already going out of um the line so in that verse 19 was in verse was saying that abstain anyone that calls all upon the name of the lord should depart from iniquity so it means do not play do not play do not take it lightly you know if you really want to avoid putting yourself in a situation that you know you don't know how much consequence it's going to bring to you in the future just run away from it don't try to be there and claim or feel that you are strong and all that stuff and i do think these are some of the things that some of the church leaders or people that you know are in place of authority are facing as well some of them probably they have this feeling that they have they have attained a certain position um that may protect them forgetting that being able to protect yourself from sin has nothing to do with your rank, your position as a, as a Christian. It has literally nothing to do with that. So, if if you if you are a, a, a senior person in the church, you are not protected from sin like any other person. If you don't take the measurement, you are likely going to still um, 
um, miss it you know and also in first corinthians chapter 10 verse 12 it's very very a very 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 cautionary verse he said you should take heed lest you fall you know you should you should never feel that you have attained a height of falling you should always be in humility you should always be on guard you should always be on watch of yourself regardless of your position you should always be on guard of yourself and take heed do not ever think that you have you have overcome every sin and you are you are immune to everything sin and then on that premise you literally step into sin you know thinking that nothing is going to happen to you abstain run away you know don't encourage with your two if your eyes are opened with your two eyes are open if your two eyes are opened like if you could see with your two eyes if you can't see very well you're like me that wears um glasses if you can't if you're not wearing glasses if god has blessed you and you aren't seeing physically whatever it is if you could hear it please just run away don't stay there so this particular verse first second timothy chapter 2 verse 19 is saying that don't you know stay where there is sin don't think that you can run away from it so if you love god if you call yourself a part of god don't encourage it in any way be very sensitive about it many people say ah how could you how about you are a big man of god you are a big woman of god don't let that ever get to you um always take precaution First Timothy 4 verse 16, they it's saying that you should take heed to what you know, like practice what you preach, you know, practice what you preach. Um, this, is very, this is not a very easy part of everything. Like, you know, I always say whenever I'm talking to people, maybe on this podcast, you may have heard me say that um, it's easy to talk. It's easy to, it's not necessarily so easy to talk per se. It's not that easy, but like it's easier to talk than to act. And a lot of times, I often um, return back to the things I have done and listen to it over again. I'm like, okay, hear yourself. And after doing that, sometimes I forget, sometimes I get carried over. But when I hear what I've already, hear some of the podcasts that are topics that I've treated, I'm like, girl, you said that before. You need to go back. So, as long as you are, you know, being in the church or you're a leader or you have a position, I know maybe some of you listen to me like I'm not a church leader, but you're a Christian and people are looking at your life. <laughs> Take heed to whatever you are speaking. Do not just speak anything and you're not practicing it. Practice, you know, what you preach, you know. And, you know, when you do that, it makes your life more effective. You know, it makes your life um, more um, authentic. I'm saying that, more authentic. Now, why did I have to say all these things? I'm saying all these things because most of the things that happen... You know why it seems that as at the end of the day a church leader or a person that holds a good um, um, stand in in, in 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 the Christian world why it seems like as if after a while it seems like they fall and they do something outrageous and people are like oh how could you do this I do think it's because they were not very careful you know to take heed of some of these small things you know it's 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 different from having knowledge head knowledge and living things in your life they are too boring altogether and i will tell you that living out the word of god is much tougher than preaching it and 
you know being able to leave it out also has a lot to do with humility being able to be to really humble your heart to work it out and then when you are in a place where you have a lot of um people looking up to you there's a lot of pressure already from outside to just perform and if there is no retrospecting to stop and like where am i where is my heart where is my work with god going how good am i doing my work with god it's easy to just get caught up in all of that and before you know it um this small small sins come in and then before you know it they'll say this person was caught up in a scandal this person did something wrong so i'm not saying that the pressure from society would reduce although i'm thinking now people have been kind of put off by what has been happening and well I don't know. I don't want to say more on that, but I would say that the pressure is always going to be there because, to be sincere, I do think people are always looking for who to look up to, because we also, at some point, also feel down. We feel that we want to look up to someone, and they need to look up to somebody. So it's just what comes with being, you know, in that position. So it also not means that the person has to take a responsibility to pause and to check their life and see am i really practicing what i'm preaching am i really going in the direction i should go you know and taking that break you know and not feeling that they can really go on with i think i did something funny at the end forgive me i think i was distracted somehow so um yeah so putting a guard on your heart, like the Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence. I do think it's a very, um, it's something that every Christian should do, regardless of your position. You know, something I'm always watching. What is the state of our heart? What are you thinking about? How are you thinking about somebody? How are you thinking about this situation? You know, and sometimes even if it means just spending hours, just um, um, thinking to myself and making sure that I get rid of maybe the negative thoughts that are building up. You know, I I have to do that to make sure that girl, when you're walking out there, your heart is clear and you're not thinking of something, you know, corrupted or something wrong. So, if everyone could really give that sensitivity to our to the state of our hearts, I do believe that a lot of things would be minimized and reduced. Now, our last verse is this. Um, Matthew 7 verse 20 23 and one interesting about this verse is this it says that Jesus there was saying that the first shall be the last and is not sorry there was saying that um, on the last day there are people that are going to say I never knew you even though those people felt that they accept God they did all the things they were active in the service of God at the end of the day God will say I don't know you and to me that verse is so scary because I'm like no. after you've like we are well known here on earth you've served god you did all the things that you thought you deserved god and at the end of the god is like no you just did that show but your relationship with me was not there so to me i see that place as saying that god values our personal relationship with him more than any other thing that we do outside more than any other show we put up outside more than any other thing we do outside what matters to god is that bedroom relationship <laughs> that room relationship with you and god that private relationship and if you decide to share your private relationship with god to encourage others fine but that personal relationship with god matters to god more than any other thing that you do outside so focusing on that personal relationship should be anybody's goal 
not 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 just the outside thing if god allows you to share to the outside world great and fine other people are blessed other people are encouraged other people are pushed to the right way but that should not be our main focus so in regards to this, this is what from the word of god this is what god um desires from us as children of god and these are the ways to keep ourselves from being sifted out <laughs> you know because god is going to do a great sifting god has already said doing his great sifting god has already said separating and that is what god god is also going to do a greater separation at the end of the day god is going to separate those who truly served him with sincerity who were careful to maintain their relationship with him from those who did it for sure for those who who decided to use god for their popularity because i do think a lot of people want to use god for popularity a lot of people want to use god for fan base a lot of people want to use god for business purposes they 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 claim to love god but yet they are using god for their own selfish gains at the end of the day there's going to be a sifting and those who truly serve god with the sincerity of their heart would be in another place yes it's going to happen so the sifting is all about separating those who sincerely want to be part of God's kingdom, who sincerely want to be part of God's what God is doing. And if you want to be part of what God is doing and you love God, you be careful enough not to do things that put God off or offend God or God has said, I don't like this. It's not like being in a relationship and a person already tells you that I don't like this. I don't like this action. I don't like when you say this. And if you love that person, it means respect the person enough not to do it it's not because just the fear of respect it means i love you and i know you don't like this so i won't do it so same with god if you claim we love god if god has told you i don't like this it also means don't do it so if you still go out of your way intentionally to still participate in these things called sins it also shows that you don't respect or you love god and at the end of the day there's going to be a safety you know god is already doing a sifting god is already doing a separation and those who decide to choose god good and fine those who still decide to use god and not choose god i won't say that's fine <laughs> but i'll just say there's going to be a great sifting and god is going to do that god is going to separate those that truly love him from those who don't now it may seem that like i went all <laughs> But that is the truth. So if anyone claims or calls themselves a Christian, calls themselves a church leader, they need to be careful enough to know that um, my relationship with God matters the most. It's the most important thing. And any other thing I'm going to share outside is supposed to just be a reflection as God leads me to. the reason why the sitting is very scary is this because if you if you just think that you are in the right place you you are doing everything right and in the depth of your heart you know that you have been going against the word of god you are putting yourself in an illusion you are are delusioning yourself you are trying to like um, um let's say you are trying to make yourself feel good by doing more external things Whereas, you know, internally, you are away from God. You know, you have to pause and stop that. You have to know that Jesus Christ said, it is what, what is in a man. It's more, that is much more important. What, what the content of a man's heart is more important. I think I'm, I'm paraphrasing some of the parables he has shared. It's much more important than what he 
you know what okay, what a man brings out of his house is more important than what he eats so what jesus was saying there is that what you reflect out is also a reflection of what you put into your heart so if you are not careful about that then any other outside thing you are doing is just for sure and important god knows those who serve him in sincerity and god also knows who don't you can't deceive god because he sees you and he knows what you are doing so the only people that you can deceive are other people like you maybe people that are carried away but you're not deceiving god because god can see you god can know you god knows your intentions god knows what you are doing (laughs) so if you needed this um a podcast to be as a reminder to be as a caution then here it is but if it's also going to serve as an encouragement for you then here it is with all that's happening in the world um we always have to know where we stand we always have to draw ourselves back and not just be with the crowd we don't have to be um, following the crowd whatever they are doing but we need to step out and ask what am i doing is god pleased with it does god want me to do this am i supposed to be part of it and with that stepping out, we are able to like, okay, um, continue or redirect our steps if we've walked away from the right direction and put ourselves in the place that God wants us to be. Mm, I do think I talked a lot today. So if this podcast really blessed you, I encourage you that you share with others because of the lens. I know I've checked other people's podcasts and I thought that their, their podcasts were quite long, but I I do not like making extremely long podcasts. So if this podcast really blessed you, kindly share it to others. Um, and um, I do hope I said everything I needed to say. Because let me confess, I have to write down my main points. I have to write down my main points and talk about you know, the things I needed to talk about today. So I do hope it blessed you and I do hope it encouraged you. And you need to say, like, that, like Joshua said, who is on the Lord's side? So we need to always choose. Choose, pick where you stand and stand with God. So to end this podcast, I'll say this. I'm sorry for the excess noise. I really tried my best to pick the right time, but I don't have like good soundproofing in my area, in my environment or in my where i stay so unfortunately you guys will hear all the extra noise outside and um two um i just had to make this podcast because i'm like this has taken quite a while and i know i'm not like in a haste to do that but i really felt i need to share it now and two if i made any weird or extra noises i apologize for that you know i think i got distracted at some there's a particular part that i got distracted and it seems i was mumbling away and um another thing i want to say is that please go check bible verses that i said pray about what i've said introspect on what i said don't just take everything i've said um, just like that pray about it think about it respect about it or introspect about it and you know take whatever god wants you to take the bible always says you should test everything and you check everything um so this is my heart desire towards this topic and and I pray that God blessed you with it. So because of how long the intro song was, I'm not going to continue with it. So this is where this podcast is going to end. I really do hope and pray that God um, gives me more um, topics that will be very, very um, important, relevant, and would encourage and admonish and um, you know, any other good thing to do for you. So if you enjoy this part, this this 
this podcast and you were not bothered by the sounds extra the extra sounds kindly share to another person and even if you're bothered by the sound share to someone that you know would enjoy it <laughs> okay now that's just on a lighter note um thank you for being here um and until next time on roscast stay safe and god bless